0: This is the Tribune Audio Network.
1: This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Podash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode... Abraham Lincoln's personal history fueled his disdain for slavery, and his unlikely alliance with a group of immigrants helped propel him to the White House. This is The Backstory. The black and white portraits also reveal a lot of gray that permeate Lincoln's life. From political strife to family tragedies, his days are filled with darkness. Artist Kat Clawson splashes color as a way of trying to bring the president's past to the present. The colors represent many elements of Lincoln's personality and capture the paradox of his life. A clever, often humorous intellectual leader weighed by a somber mood and a dire mission. Lincoln had a dark side, he had melancholy, but he did that in private. He uplifted himself with jokes, with poetry, anecdotes and I think that that's part of leadership genius and I think that the colors say that. Let's explore Lincoln's leadership by going back to the gray of a fiery debate in a house divided. Abraham Lincoln's contentious relationship with his father makes an early impression on his views about slavery.
2: He said, I used to be a slave. His father used to rent him out as an indentured servant until he was 21 years old and took all of his wages and money. And Lincoln felt he had been abused like a slave, which gave him a very unique perspective.
1: Sidney Blumenthal was an aide to President Clinton. He's exploring the life of Lincoln in a multi-volume biography. This volume is called All the Powers of Earth. At 21, Lincoln sets out on his own. Probably the toughest thing is capturing the personality in that moment. Like the different colors of an artist's palette, Lincoln studies various subjects like philosophy, geometry, and history to create a better understanding of the complexities of people and politics.
2: This man who has been forgotten, who is uh, totally obscure, who has no national reputation is reading books by candlelight to sharpen his idea of how to present a case and make an argument, not only in courts of law, but also in politics. Why? Why is this man doing this? He's working on himself. He's becoming Abraham Lincoln.
1: Prior to the Civil War, there's an Illinois turf war shaped by ambition. Lincoln versus Douglas. At six foot four without the hat, Lincoln towers over Douglas, who is five4. But it is Douglas whose star power soars
2: above Lincoln. He pulls at his shirt, he rips his clothes, he shouts, he screams, he sweats, he spits in his amazing speeches. They
1: call Douglas the little Giant, and he has his sights on the highest office in the land. Douglas is the presumptive Democratic nominee for president in 1860. All he has to do is win re election for his Illinois Senate seat,
2: but he needs support of the Democratic Party. He's a powerhouse, but the problem with Stephen A. Douglas is that he's out for himself and they don't trust him.
1: In an attempt at a compromise on slavery, Senator Douglas proposes the Kansas Nebraska Act in 1854 perhaps the inciting
2: act of Lincoln's political story. Whoever lives there can determine whether it will be free or slave. That's not what Lincoln believes. Uh, Lincoln believes that slavery has to be uh, prohibited in that uh, territory,
0: that slavery is wrong. I cannot but hate the declared indifference for slavery spread. I hate it because of the monstrous injustice of slavery itself.
2: Douglas had blown up politics. He'd also created an issue that brought all sorts of uh, people back to life into politics, including Abraham Lincoln.
0: I hate it because it deprives our Republican example of its just influence in the world, enables the enemy of free institutions with plausibility to taunt us as hypocrites.
1: Lincoln joins a party formed by abolitionists called Republicans which absorbs other competing political groups.
2: Lincoln creates a new party almost out of thin air and out of these different fragments. It doesn't mean they still don't hate each other. And Lincoln has to spend a lot of time dealing with their hatreds and their hostilities in order to prevent this new party, the Republican Party, from blowing apart.
1: The tension comes to a head in 1856 on the floor of the Senate. One of Lincoln's Republican colleagues, Senator Charles Sumner of Massachusetts, criticizes the Kansas-Nebraska Act and attacks its authors, Stephen Douglas and Andrew Butler of South Carolina.
2: Among the things that Charles Sumner talked about that had been forbidden was the sexual underside of slavery and the rape culture of slavery, and how women were treated, and how children were treated. And this profoundly affected the Southerners, who believed that they were figures of chivalry and honor. And he had offended their honor. And as a matter of honor, he needed to be uh, brought down.
1: Two days later, Butler's cousin, Representative Preston Brooks, beats Sumner nearly to death with a cane on the
2: floor of the Senate. The caning is like a whipping to reduce him to the level of a slave.
1: Political attacks during the Civil War makes today's partisan Twitter
2: trolling seem tame. Most members of Congress from the mid-1850s to the beginning of the Civil War probably were packing pistols under their coats. There were threats made on the floor of the Senate by the Southerners that the most articulate spokesman against slavery should be hanged.
1: This violent act, a caning of a senator nearly to death, Creates conditions that allow Lincoln to rise. Democrats who are against slavery abandon their party. Douglas now has some competition for that Senate seat he needs to win to fulfill his White House ambitions. Lincoln
2: literally stalks Douglas through Illinois in the beginning of their race. Douglas does not want to pay attention to him. Finally, he goads Douglas into seven great debates. They are not
1: really debates, but lengthy monologues that probably wouldn't work well on TV today. Douglass' speeches often include race-baiting, referring to Lincoln's
2: party as the black Republicans. These debates are, on Douglass' part, vicious and personal and racist. And Lincoln is initially on the defensive, but later gains his footing and makes his great moral case against slavery.
0: Slavery is founded on the selfishness of man's nature. Opposition to it on his love of justice. A new invention called the telegraph
1: spreads the news far and wide. The whole country is riveted. The winner of the debates, Douglas. In 1858 he wins the
2: Senate seat, but the debates propel Lincoln to stardom. Lincoln wins the media war and he becomes a national figure as a result of the Lincoln-Douglas debates.
1: Two years later, both Douglas and Lincoln set their sights on the White House. Lincoln is pro-immigrant, which helps him build a diverse coalition that
2: includes Germans in Chicago. He welcomed them into the Republican Party. He actually owned a German-language newspaper secretly that he paid for that worked for him in the 1858 senatorial campaign. And in the 1860 election, The German caucus worked for Lincoln. So it can be said honestly that the Republican Party is the only political party in the United States that was founded by um, comrades of Karl Marx. But who would the Republicans choose as their candidate? That's where the great drama lay, and how Lincoln and his men could win the delegations and make the deals and overcome the opposition.
0: It was one of the great political feats in American history. A House divided against itself cannot stand. I do not believe that this government can endure permanently half-slave and half-free. I do not expect the Union to be dissolved. I do not expect the House to fall.
1: Lincoln gets the nomination, and
2: in a four-way election, Lincoln becomes president. It's said that history may not repeat itself, but it rhymes. Let's think about what Lincoln had to face. A house divided, demagogues, right and left, all over the place that he was dealing with. Parties falling apart, fragmented, hostile personalities. There are also problems that continue.
0: Either the opponents of slavery will arrest the further spread of it and place it where in the public mind shall rest in the belief that it is in the course of ultimate extinction or its advocates shall push it forward till it becomes lawful in all states, old as well as new.
1: Like the specks of orange, blue, and green, Lincoln rallies different elements of society to embrace his vision. Lincoln loved people. He loved country. He loved service. I think that's the takeaway. He befriends immigrants and makes allies of his enemies to secure power and use it to save a nation tearing apart. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at wgntv.com backstory.
0: This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.